You're listening to a Chirp Radio podcast. You can find more interviews and features at chirpradio.org slash podcasts. Amelia Fruby here in the Trip Studios today with Wyatt, Paul, and Zach from local band Pool Holograph. Thanks so much for joining us, guys. Yeah, thank you. I want to talk a little bit about kind of the history of the band. So I know your first release came out back in like 2009. Can you give us like the cliff notes of how you got from there to here? Yeah, cliff notes for sure. Uh, The uh, band kind of started as just a bedroom project without the real intention of... um, performing really just just recording uh and um it was just kind of guitar and tape music and then i started performing around chicago with a uh a sampler and looper and stuff like that just mm-hmm. at art galleries and weird parties and uh when uh, i linked up with zach he started learning the bass just for pool holograph songs he just kind of found a bass did you find that bass what uh yeah sort of it was it was found and offered from a okay. closet. Mm. <laughs> a closet, anthropo- anthropomorphic closet. Yeah. Uh, so the talking closet gave gave Zach a bass, and then we uh, we started playing together with the sampler, and um, kind of went through what Josh Roden. Um, he drummed for us for a little while, and then um, I met Jake from Varsity, um, who's not here uh, at the moment, but um, and. Uh, we kind of started doing a three-piece thing with me, Zach, and Jake, and then um, Paul uh, returned from his trip to China, and uh, or he was living in China for a long time, and then like came back here, and then he joined the bands, and now we're, yeah, full holograph, full formed. You matured. It's like your final stage of <laughs> yeah, like the Charizard form is... of <laughs> yeah. I think it's Charizard. I don't know. It's like a very yeah, aged, a very aged Charmeleon. Uh, yeah bordering on Charizard all right we're getting there fingers crossed um so where did the name pool holograph come from yeah so so this kind of started as a lot most of the songs started as just like writing and I have an art practice and a lot of the writings just bounce back back and forth between painting and writing stuff and um the the words kind of showed up in a painting and then uh, I made a song um called pool holograph which is about uh my experience getting like getting baptized in a mega church, um, and uh, it was like this lit up pool, and uh, basically it was really surreal, like in front of people, like a big crowd of people, and, um, and who I didn't know, and I didn't really go to church. Uh, it was just a thing, like a thing to get baptized, I guess. It was a sudden thing my family's into, so I got baptized, and there was like this as like sort of had this guy, like, his hand on my head, and, like, I didn't know at all. And I didn't know what he was saying. I couldn't make it out at all, but I could just see, like, the sort of, like, waves on the ceiling of this darkened room with this lit-up pool, and they were just like, kind of flowing all over this uh, cathedral. And uh, basically, that, that song that song was just, like, that's sort of the personal, like, origin of it, but mm-hmm. those words just kind of come out of this, like, memory machine, and you just mm-hmm. kind of make, make, make of it what you will. What happens Ooh. 
I think Town Quarry was like our first time like like sitting as a four piece like writing together mm-hmm. um, really actually figuring out what it means to like write as a four piece yeah so we had kind of fleshed out that um, that that trial period by the time we got to Town Quarry mm-hmm. and uh, yeah like Paul said I think those those uh, those songs were kind of born out of that like the idea of a concept album has already always been really provocative to us and mm-hmm. not that we were out to write a concept album but mm-hmm. it definitely um, it ended up being such like an insular experience like writing with each other like like uh, right out the gate for the first time that um, you it's like a story experience and mm-hmm. so it ended up kind of being this weird like folklore sort of like that we were drawing from or a mythology like set of imagery or something like that that we were that we were pulling from for this one album and knowing that we were sort of going to ditch it like after we were done start new mm-hmm. um but it was just sort of uh, so in a sense it was a concept album but um so can we maybe talk a little bit more specifically about a story on one of the tracks from the album maybe lone star or another one if something comes to mind can you just kind of flesh out for listeners yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, um, that 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 song in particular, Lone Star. Um, it's basically the, the premise was like, there's this uh, sort of fictional town that has a uh, a sort of pervasive like rumor or uh, urban legend or whatever that this quarry in the town was formed by a falling star or something. Which I mean is rooted in like really nothing, but it was really cool to have a sort of like urban legend sort of weird thing going on and everybody seems to have this understanding that um this like one star fell out of a constellation and like broke a constellation and kind of like died in this like big quarry and basically this main character is like uh believes that like um so kind of takes it as this figure this person that can't became disenfranchised or became separate or fell to earth and instead of a tragic story, it was it found an entryway or found solid ground by hitting the, hitting the planet. And at the end of the song, it's like the star learned to start again and stuff. So basically, in in the end, it's like an allegory allegory for saying like uh, someone has like this like uh, downfall or, or sort of like like breaks loose of their comforts and falls to somewhere unfamiliar. music as storytelling and kind of the relationship between a story and a song and create the community it creates around it. Is there an artist or a few artists that you really look up to that you think do that really well? I personally, like I've recently been listening to Bob Dylan a lot in a sense that like he has these sort of fragments breaking apart like the structure of that was assumed when you started making music and treating it as like a quilt but basically, I've been listening and reading a lot of his lyrics lately, 
seeing how you can tie together a narrative without actually like introducing a character necessarily and how like two separate concepts are sort of merged under the same thing like uh while the fish truck unloads while my conscious explodes like it's it's like a really uh mundane like americana meets like sort of like a shattering truth i think relating those two things and having the humility to just like like be so direct is like something that I've been looking at a lot. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of directness, by far my favorite artist of the last year has been Andy Schaff. Uh, he's got this album called The Magician, or sorry, The Party. Mm-hmm. Um, the Magician's a single off of it, but mm-hmm. he's like really like simple and like almost like Hemingway-esque in his lyrics. And he's just so good at painting imagery of, of scenes using like really simple words to make you feel so much. I don't know. In, you know, when I first started playing with Pool Holograph, I was getting really into Jonathan Richmond. And there's, there's something about his way to his way of describing a moment at face value. It's almost as if, like, he's doing the things that he's talking about as he's talking about them. That's something that I, I really got into and I really enjoyed. And I think, like, in general, it's about, like, a lot of the mundane that you see every day, but then the sort of, like... This like how it is quite surreal to live in the modern world, but looking at it through like these like naive like beautiful this beautiful lens. I think like using it as like the corner store or the highway with the neon signs when it's cold outside or something like that. Like someone Jonathan Richmond would write and would say it in such a such a with such ownership and conviction that it's like poetry. It's like mm-hmm. poetry and it's there. Mm-hmm. There's no like punchline, and it's sitting there as a song. That was in a, hu- a huge way, also, also just a huge influence for like, you write down a word and like, it can totally be a song and you know just like mm-hmm. the gravity of these concepts sort of comes alive with rock music. So, yeah. Yeah, totally. I love my brother Jake very much, and I miss yeah. him. And uh, <laughs> uh, thanks, Suzanne, for introducing me to Bob Dylan. And uh, also, congrats, Annie, on your job. Uh, shout out to Ben Silver for giving me the bass guitar that I still have for $20. <laughs> and thanks for the closet for holding it, holding the bass guitar <laughs> for such a long time for Ben. Yeah, <laughs> You can find this and other Chirp Radio interviews and podcasts at chirpradio.org slash podcasts.